Hey, Derek. Yes. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Holiday season's coming up. Mm, this Christmas. Is a, this is a seasonal ad. You say Christmas, I say Hanukkah. Yeah, I don't like to recognize that one. Well, that's historically accurate of you. Anyway, uh, gift-giving season, Derek, what are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking, man? What are you going to get for your loved ones? Well, my loved ones love geek stuff. Mine too, dude. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. We, I feel like we run, in, we run in similar circles. We do. Should hang out more. We should we should definitely hang out. I'll get your number after this. Uh, but yeah, man, geek stuff. That's what I'm looking for. But I need a good spot to buy it at. You got any ideas? Have you tried Golden Apple Comics? Oh, uh, oh my God! What is wrong with my brain? My brain is an idiot. How could I forget Golden Apple? They sponsor Comics? your show. You How could I forget Golden Apple Comics, dude? They are the sponsor of this show. Oh, my brain is a fucking idiot, dude. They've been serving Hollywood for over thirty-five years and the interweb since it's been invented by Al Gore in 1982. It sounds like they know what they're doing. If I think they know exactly what they're doing. They're like the number one comic book store in the world, dude. You think if I went in there, they could help me with some gifts? I'm sure. You're, I mean, you're a star. I mean, that's the thing. Yes, I'm bagged and boarded Matt Cohen. I'm Smodcastle's Matt Cohen. I'm cop-out maximum comedy modes Matt Cohen. That Matt Cohen, yes. But you know the great thing about Golden Apple Comics, Derek? What? They treat everyone like Matt. If they were Matt Cohen. Well, that's no fair. Every man is a king in the valley of the Golden Apple, you know? That makes you less special. Only a Golden Apple. And right. everyone's special at Golden Apple. It doesn't make me any less special. It just makes everyone else more special. For a glimpse of the life that you lead. It brings the rest of the world to my level just for a moment when they step in those doors. All right, I'll, I can and it's, it's like It's like a trip to Disneyland or whatever. It's like suspending your disbelief. You're like, this is what it would be like to be Matt Cohen every day and have access to the most amazing Golden Apple products. They've got comic books. They've got exclusive comic books you can't even get anywhere else, yo. Now, I'm a fan of Stiltman. Would I be able to find Stiltman? somewhere in in the store absolutely dude and here's the great thing about golden apple comics they're so helpful there and when they treat everyone again like they were a matt cohen caliber celebrity if you go up to the guy at the counter ryan or his mom sharon or any of the other fantastic golden apple employees mm. and you say hey i like stilt man hook me up dude they're gonna they're gonna get on that within 30 seconds you're gonna have so many stilt man books you can't hardly wait I have to get out. I was of gonna here say walk, so I can go get it. But I want to work, and I can't hardly wait. Reference because I like that movie, and I might go watch it. You know what? Love Burger. I'm gonna go pick up some Golden Apple Comics. Go home, throw on Can't Hardly Wait, and just have myself a night. How about you? I'm gonna watch it as well. But Wait. I gotta get my Stiltman stuff first because once this gets out, that they have Stiltman stuff, it's gonna sell out right away. Yeah. Hold on to this until I get there, and then you can tell people. All right, folks. By the time you're hearing this, Derek will have already bought out all the Stiltman merchandise. I just want to taste. Comics, but don't worry. Guess what? They restock their products. They know what they're doing, folks. Golden Apple Comics. Check them out in person. Check them out on the web. Just check them, check them, check them. Check them out before you wreck them, wreck them, wreck them out. Thank you, and have a very happy holiday season. Please welcome Matt Cohen and Brendan Creasy, bagged and boarded. Oh, hi. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for being here tonight. Give Thanks yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. 
gives yourself a quick under the seat hand job. Quick, quick. Oh, if you weren't finished, you were too slow. Too slow. Uh, Brendo could bust them out really quick, oh, right? Yeah. What have you got your hand job speed down to? Because I know you've been seconds. practicing. Five seconds. He's got like a fucking stopwatch like, and a Gatorade bottle and stuff. Yeah. It's like the Olympic for him. Um, so yeah, that's going on. I uh, know. Welcome here tonight, folks. We got uh, some big stuff going on once again. Uh, our brand new sponsor, Golden Apple Comics, is on board. Uh, Golden Apple Comics in serving Hollywood for over 35 years. You can check them out at goldenapplecomics.com. Brenda, yeah, what'd you, what'd you buy recently in Golden Apple? What did I buy recently at Golden Fuck Apple? Fuck yeah, dude. What'd you buy? I, I bought... Um, I got the new uh, Buffy. Did you? You love that Vampire Slayer, man. Oh, and I got uh, Spike number two. Again, with the Vampire Slayer. Ryan Lynch. Anything non-Buffy related. Um, I got the... You're like, I got an angel bust. I got the new new Dark Tower series. Very cool. Little Sisters of Illyria. The Robin Firth thing, is it? Yes. Right on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Golden Apple. Check them out. Also, uh, purple-tree.com for all your... Uh, marijuana hoodie needs. I, everybody needs. I laugh. Hoodies. I joke. Or, I joke about it, but it really is a classy company. This thing's all ripped up to shreds because I wear it every single fucking day. All and the time. It's, it's a uh, This chick I know. It's my what? It's your wooby. What's a wooby? Like your little security blanket. Why are you calling it a wooby? Mr. Mom. Mr. Oh, okay. Mom. See, everyone. Yeah, people know more than I fucking. People know do. what's up. You guys should do the show together and just talk about Mr. Mom. Was that uh, Coach? Who played Mr. Mom? I'm, I'm, that was Michael Keaton. I'm dating myself here. Michael Keaton was on a sitcom called no, Mr. It was a movie. Again, wow. Let's talk about Written fucking comic books. Let's stick to comic books and weed, obviously, because Dude. I know about multiplicity. He took the pizza out of a wallet. <laughs> movies. Ridiculous. I was talking to my mom the other day. I f- See? He knows about it. Steve, man. I was talking to my mom the other day, and I forget what it is. It was something about um, if I met myself in a t- I get into weird conversations with my mom. I called yeah, my mom up. I was like, "Hey, if I had a time machine and met myself, what if like I fucking split into like all three personalities?" And she's like, "What would they be?" I was like, "Multiplicity rules apply." So like, smart guy, dick, dummy. She was like, "Where are you in there?" I'm like, "A little bit of all three, mom. Come on, don't you? You don't watch sci-fi?" So then I went I, and then she hung up. And I was, "What if I? What if I got multiplicitized, Brendo?" That would what do you, be a lot of Matt. Okay, but here's the thing. Let's okay. There are five mats. What are they going to be? Because you know me pretty fucking well. well. And here's the thing: one... if you go into multiplicity, you start off at a kind of baseline. He was just a normal guy. Yeah. I start off as a dick. So where do you go from that? Is well, it... there would I would like to meet like the all nice Matt. Really? They would just be like, "Hey, Brendo, how are you doing today? Hey, man, let I... me make you a nice cup of cocoa. I like your sweatshirt. I like your sweatshirt. Yeah, you're that, so you're so smart. I would like nice Matt. That that would be nice Matt. I'd be like, um. Hey man, those are really neat shoes. Why would nice Matt talk like me? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're my definition of a nice guy, Brendo. That should be uh-huh. a compliment. There you go. That's nice Give me some other Matt. Who else we got? Um, well, there would be like super, super crazy stoner Matt. Which isn't me right now. Well, like beyond. Would that guy be in a fucking only, coma? Only stone. You yeah. would have to wheel that guy around yeah, in like one yeah, of those yeah. uh, quadriplegic chairs like or whatever. Guy on the couch, Matt. That would be guy on the couch, Matt. All right, that's yeah. two. Hit me re- and real then quick. There would be like the, just like all, like just super ADD, like OCD, like super hyper, just all hyper. You'd be just everything you're around. naming so far sounds like me. Like well, we like, don't have I'm to just split saying, it. Like, each, 
All I right, on man. But just to the extreme. And then the lover, the dreamer, and you. So those yeah. are those are the five fucking me's. Um, he would just sing Muppet <laughs> songs all day. And, and then there's the Muppet me, which yeah. per- isn't really much different from the real me anyway. Muppet. That'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah. I, I feel like there's only two you's. There's like the you you are now, and like a serial fucking killer. Because you're like, which, which, and incidentally, like, if you are a serial killer, you ha- you're having the last laugh right now, aren't you? In your head, you're like, if only he knew. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I feel like you go from you're zero to sixty because you're such a nice, happy, considerate, generous fucking. And th- those are all bad things in my book. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Like, I'm you're, not paying. I'm not paying you a compliment. You are weak. Tell me how. How I need to like be a dick. It's 2010, man. Toughen up, fucking. The Jersey Shore exists. Boo. See, that's what you mean. You got um, no, no, no. But I feel like it would be it would go zero to sixty. Speaking of Jersey Shore, dude, do you watch many reality shows? Um, I watched uh, the kitchen one where they. Like, you must have loved it. Top Chef. <laughs> right on. Which did you, you were a fan of Top? That's where America learns learn the phrase amuse bouche. Yeah. I say it all the time. <laughs> I make my own amuse bouche. I take like a Dorito and I make I cut it in half and I'm like it's just a sample. Yeah. It's just a taste of what's to come. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Top Chef. Anything else? Well, when I I first, I mean, like everybody, that one, the summer of two thousand, I was caught up on Survivor, but I never watched it again after that. OG Survivor with and, like, and fucking... then I feel bad because I I was probably partially responsible for for it lasting for fourteen well, seasons. The original season of Survivor is what killed the Clerks cartoon. Is it? Or, yeah, I think was, the fact Aaron that no one watched the Clerks well, cartoon. No one watched the Clerks it cartoon. Survivor was on at the same time. I uh, okay. I love the clerk. It's a weird. I I just don't see those as like, hey, what do you want to watch? A cartoon based on a, a fucking for me indie comedy from the nineties or like a reality show about that was Lord. my decision that I made and I made the wrong choice. If the world existed of Brendos, it would be a much happier place, but sadly it doesn't. So I feel like that that may not have been the reason for the clerk's cartoon demise. It it is fucking brilliant. If anyone hasn't seen the clerk's cartoon, get it on DVD. It's almost like a reverent uh, crazy shit Kevin has ever written. It's fantastic, but. Let's move on from that. You watch Survivor, dude. Yeah. I have watched fucking. I don't do. I and still the smog has came on. World. There was a lot of like hanging out and smoking weed, which is so different from now. But I, I watched like everything, dude. I watched like Pirate Master. What the hell is that? Pirate Master was a reality competition where people were being pirates. Really? And it only lasted like five episodes, and they dropped the last online because it didn't do well enough. And yeah. I got so fucking into it. Like, I looked for a message board to talk to people about it. I was that into the show. There wasn't a single fucking, like, <laughs> fan page on I feel like oh. I was the only person that watched it. I know. What At my... one point, they could have all turned to the camera and been like, hey, Matt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what my favorite reality show ever was. Um, it was, uh, well, I had two... Um, one, one was <laughs> that changed really well, fucking quickly. There was one called Invasion Iowa, and it was William Shatner, and he went to this town, and he made them all think he was making a movie there, but really it was a reality show where there was just about these people in this town, and at first you're like, oh, all these people are idiots, this is so funny, but you kind of like... they kill Shatner! But you kind of fell in love with all the townspeople, because they were so energetic and excited about this prospect of this William Shatner movie and like the fake movie that they were shooting was the funniest thing ever and then at the end he like did all this nice stuff for the townspeople and he's like I got you guys cookies so it's all okay it was like he like, um, helped William this Shatner. one person like buy their house and right on man it was really cool D- uh, and then the other one was um, the Joe Schmo show hosted by Ralph Garman where it was like they everybody thought they were on a reality show and actually they were just making so fun all, of everybody. like you just like shows where they fuck with people. Yes. You're a really disturbed person. I watch some competition shows too, man. I watch like um well Top Chef was one 
Or like there's uh, The Biggest Loser, which is kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the part where they have to get up in their undies. On the that's thing. the part that that's bums why I would out. never be. People are always like, you should go on the Biggest Loser. I'm like, I would never, ever, ever. You're like, I wouldn't that. do it because I I go commando. Well, and you're like, and they would need a giant fucking sensor sign for horrible. the Brendo. I'd man. probably end up being an internet meme. Like <laughs> they <laughs> still pick. Like there's been it, the show's been on for like ten seasons. There's been like hundreds and hundreds of fat people on that show. You're like the one guy where people are like, now that is comedy. Yeah. Like fat guy in his underwear <laughs> has never been funny before. <laughs> right now. And then people like put you next to the bench with Keanu Reeves and shit. Yeah. And you're like trying to steal a sandwich. Yeah, it'd be like sad Brendo. Sad Brendo. But then sad also, I, I'm pretty sure that woman would make me cry. Which, the, the she's a fucking lady, bitch, right? She's crazy. I don't care. I would cry right away. And, and like, I know horrible. you're there for help and shit, but someone fucking either punch her in the face or titty popper or something. Because you all got them, guys and gals. Yeah. Like, she's a horrible, horrible human being. She would make me cry like. immediately. And, and then I really would be sad, right? And I think now. there's some spinoffs because I watch a lot of TV. There's like a spinoff where she's like a life coach and it's the same fucking shit where she just yells at people and no one's ever hit her. Yeah. Like, you know that episode of Cheaters Maybe where the somebody dude got, has. You know the episode of Cheaters where the host got stabbed? That was the craziest thing ever. Transitive seen. property, please somehow get that over to the. No, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> But I, I'm not a fan of Jillian. Oh, What's her name? Is Hoarders a reality show? I watch that. Yeah, Brenda. See, you watch some reality shows, dude. Uh, we're gonna have a fucking little reality show here tonight. So. Yeah. Because here, here's what's going on. Um, the fine folks from Top Cow Comics are here tonight, Brenda. Yeah, Top yeah. Cow. Yeah. Everyone loves fucking Top Cow, man. Um, uh, because they, they're not they're not harnessed by the bullshit of the big two. They can actually put out like books for adults. Yeah, like that cool are, books. That like are books awesome. that I want to read that aren't yeah, totally. fucking like Supergirl and Power Pack. Go on a picnic or something. Like you know real what I mean? Shit, like crazy stuff. Or like, or or like Bendis, or just any Bendis, actually, for that matter. I like. Bendis. <laughs> uh, well, you're you're a Bendis fan. I, uh, I, the heroic age is not. I want the fucking blood age, man. Like, it's, you know what I mean? The, the, that's the. the I'm an adult. Are very bloody. exactly. They're, they're, I like the how bloody they are. Thank you, sir. So that's what we're talking about. So Top Guy puts comics out for real comic fans, and they do an interesting thing called. Pilot season. It's a very cool idea. And it's like uh, it's like they do it in television, where every year uh, when the new crop of shows come out, and basically they shoot what's called a pilot, which is like a test episode. And Top Guy had the fucking genius idea to, to do this with comic books. So they uh, they put out five comic books this year, one issue each, and they're they're actually letting the fans vote on which comic gets picked up. It gets picked up, right? How fucking dope is that? Yeah, like it's awesome. a, it's the coolest comic book thing since we all killed Robin collectively. Yeah. Since the entire country was like, 14-year-old boy, gotta die. I called that number. Did you call that oh, number? Totally. I called it like six. I'm like, can we kill him twice? Kill him, throw him in a Lazarus pool, and let's do this fucking voting thing again. I remember getting again. that book, and like the phone number was there, and I was like, oh my god. And I got in trouble for calling That's it. what I mean, man. So, so Top Guy was giving you the it chance. Was an, wasn't it a 900 number? It was, it was, maybe, I don't know what number you were calling. I just know I wasn't. They were close. like, hi, got my mom to kill Robin, out. press one. <laughs> to meet sexy Gothamites in your area, press two. Yeah. Well, there was all those numbers on to the To hear TV. Cesar Romero impressions, press three. I'm, I got grounded once because there was this one um, commercial during G.I. Joe where it was like a talking Easter bunny. And it said, if you want to talk to the Easter Bunny, just call this number. And I was like, I want to talk to the Easter Bunny. I remember. And next thing I know, my mom's like, why did you charge up $250 on our phone bill? (laughs) I remember. DJ D-Rock, you like that one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember um, DJ D-Rock up in the booth, folks. Derek Armijo. I remember once 
my mom, I was like seven or something, and this kind of must have bummed her out because she was a stoner too, so she probably got all excited because I would if I had a kid. She called me downstairs. She's like, Mad, someone's on the phone for you. And it was like, Hey, this is Bart Simpson, and I want to wish you a happy birthday. And I just I handed the phone back. I'm like, Mom, Bart Simpson's a cartoon character. <laughs> I, th- I think there's some stranger on the phone pretending to be Bart Simpson. <laughs> Yeah, that and the other weird, I don't, this has nothing to do with anything, but one time for, on April Fool's, I was seven years old, and I only know this because I've heard this story in the last few years, but my aunt called me, apparently, mm-hmm. and she was like, hey, is your mom home? And I was like, no, and she was like, is your dad home? And I was like, no, she's like, why are they? I was like, lying in the street. And she got all fucking freaked out and called the cops and shit. I forgot the, <laughs> April, I forgot the April Fool's what? part. I was I was seven. I didn't know you had to like tag it with that shit. I just thought like anything goes on that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they outlawed those nine hundred number commercials because you don't see them anymore. I think they were like because they're targeting kids that don't know any words that rhyme with Corey allegory story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Corey hotline. Yeah, totally, <laughs> man. So no, no, no. So top cow. Let's let's top the, cow. Let, let's the fans vote on what comic they want to see around. And I think I think that's a really really cool idea. So we actually. Have the pleasure of having four of the five uh, creators of the of the comics with us tonight. So let's talk about the fifth one real quick. Don't fucking vote for it because he's not here. Come on, guys. Boo. You know, show some effort. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's it's 39 minutes and it's written. Uh, it's by William Harns, Jerry Lando, Jay uh, Lyaskin, and Brian Buccioletto. If I'm not slaughtering that. Yeah. We both read all the books. Uh, let's give some little books. teasers, man. What what did you think of this one, real quick? Let's I just it was let's not get into the, let's not let's not sway the voters because we we command. We obviously command the geek it's masses like and shit. Ex-marine. Now that we're on Smodcast.com and yeah, stuff, Smodcast.com. We're, we're, we're at the big kids table, man. You know what I mean? I'm a little scared. Don't be scared. I'll hold your here. Come here. Hold my hand. Okay. It'll be. It'll be. Okay. It'll be okay. All right. I feel uh, better. So, uh, 39 minutes is basically. Um, it starts off with like a. Uh, uh, I wouldn't even call it a bank robbery. They basically take an entire like town, town like hostage just, yeah. and like start well, killing, just going around and killing everything and blowing up everything. They want the cops to come. It's kind of badass, yeah, because yeah. it's one of those comics where like not not for a panel do you know what's gonna go on next because it it, it takes conventions of like I don't know the Rock prison break and I think really kind of spins it on its yeah, head a little totally. bit because and then there's this dude in jail who's like look I don't want to spoil the comics I think you all should read it so they're like hey man. You're a badass. And he's like, I fucking know. They're like, we need you, we need you to solve some shit. He's like, fuck you. They're like, we'll make it worth your while. He's like, talk to me. They're like, you know these dudes. He's like, oh man, where's my gun at? Boom, 39 minutes. Yeah. Check it out. It, it really, it really is cool though. Like the potential, there, there, it's, 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 it was getting, it was like getting, I was on my edge of my seat reading these because they all end in these awesome like endings. Well, they're so they want you, you they're all cliffhanging you and all of them. And then I'm like, only one of these is going to win. That sucks. I'm going to start. You know what? I feel like that cliffhanger, the word cliffhanger is, is used too much. I'm going to start calling it Stalloning and just give it a little nickname. They Stallone you, man. Stallone you. And if we talk, I'm going to use that for Daybreak. <laughs> Anything that Sylvester Stallone had to do with, I'm going to start using the word Stallone. No, but without further ado, folks, we are going to uh, present a little thing I like to call Top Cow Idol. Derek, if you would. Good evening, America. Welcome to Top Cow Idol here at the Smodcastle. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. We are very happy to have four comic books here for you tonight. Only one will stay. It's up to you to vote. First off, folks, we are going to have on a little, not a little, I'm sorry, I mean, uh, excuse me, an awesome comic book uh, called Acid. And the writer and publisher of Top Cow Comic, Mr. Philip Sablik, here, give it up. 
What's going on, sir? Welcome, welcome. First off, uh, uh, I guess as, as the man of Top Cow, thank you for being here with us tonight, dude. Very cool. Thanks for having me, man. Very appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, man. So uh, let's get right into it. Basically, how I think it is, um, we got we got a captive audience here. They love our shit. They send us naked pictures and all that stuff. Money sometimes. Yeah, yeah good stuff. I got uh, naked pictures yesterday. He did. He showed like me good them. Stuff or, or scary no, stuff. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like comic fans. It's awesome. <laughs> but, but but basically, uh, how I see it. Uh, Pitch the world, man. Why should why should they vote for Acid? Uh, how would how would you sum up the book? I don't know, man. The way you summed up thirty nine minutes, you want me kinda, to pitch? I kind of want you to pitch it. Okay, I'll try first. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, from well, the thing with Acid, um, Acid is too. Again, another book where where until really the last few pages, like it kind of fucking hits you because you're just you're reading it and you're like, oh, this is great, this is badass. I don't know what's going on, and then all of a sudden it all kicks in and it makes. Every other page going, you have to read it twice immediately now knowing what's going on. And from what I can gather, um, it's a sexy lady who, who I don't want to give anything away because who knows where the book will go. But, uh, but she uses, and I want to say the internet, is that always the case though? Or is it going to be a different? Oh yeah. Okay, internet that's, dating is dangerous. In, okay, dude, it's, then that's it. She uses internet dating in a, in a, not to get uh, some action. Well, yes, to get some action, but not in a conventional means. Um, uh, the first issue is about she meets a man and uh, they've been on a few dates and they're obviously building a relationship, but there's some other stuff going on in the background. And uh, you were just like distracted by the romantic comedy aspect. Oh, I, I was totally like, buying it. I, I wish like, this is stuff. one of those romantic. I was books. like, someone call Nora Ephron right now. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, no, and then and and at one point there's some really uh some some brutal violence and you're like, okay, this isn't just a chick trolling for dudes on the internet. Something's Fishy here, and and I don't I don't want to give away that the the ending of the first book. Should we not give it away? Should we give it away, or should we not give it away? It's been out for like four weeks. Okay, let's give it away. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Um, she basically, uh, from what I can gather, she she gets dudes on the internet to to assassinate targets for her, kind of. Yeah, that's that's the fucking coolest thing of all time. Like really huge targets. Like a big, big, big target, and the guy, and it's a double cross, and and my favorite part of the book is, and now it's that we're giving away. Um, he screams her one. They're dragging him away. The cops. He screams her name, and I, I just sat there thinking, no one in the world knows who he's talking about. And is that her name? I don't. Uh, know. I'll see her name. Ooh. She could be a dude. Let's vote this comic <laughs> in. We never. I, I you don't, don't know, know what can from, happen with this. From chick. those sexy pages, she she didn't. He's like, definitely not. I'm dude pretty sure he would know if she was. No, a yeah. Dude, after the after that, that, right? Yeah. No, yeah. but the artwork is incredible, and just and just. Uh, that whole that whole trope of internet dating because Brendo here actually recently came out of the closet on this show. <laughs> how that how that work out for you? Good. That's okay. Well, he's trying. Well, that's the thing. He's doing the internet. He's trying the sort internet of, dating really, thing. Not, uh, Can you imagine if uh, some dude you meet, and you're a good looking dude or whatever, he calls yeah. you up and you go on a few dates? I don't know where you go. You go to fucking watch freaks. And then and he somehow like tricks me into killing somebody. I know that would be. Horrible. You're like, don't write a comic about this, please, and boom, <laughs> it's demoralizing. No, 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 man. No, this, that's what that's what acid is. Um, now I don't know. Do you want to hint at some plan for the book if it if it continues on? Yeah. So the, I mean, part part of the whole idea was establishing this character Madeline, and she's you know uh, at the very least not a very nice lady. Um, and she's really good at man- manipulating dudes, and it kind of she manipulated me though. That's the thing. I didn't. I like. I did not suspect that you coming. You are the next target. I uh oh. Yeah, <laughs> if I get an email from a said dude, I have bad willpower. It could be th- literally a picture of this chick from this comic book, and I'll be like, "I'll where do you want to go? The yeah, cat I, and I, fiddle." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the the whole idea is, you know, like internet dating uh, is kind of hit and miss. Uh, I I did it at one point, and like overall, it was a pretty good experience. But 
you know, you, you don't know who you're going to meet. And all these internet sites are promising to match you up with like these, uh, you know, people based on complex, like your weird Gattaca ideal fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually a couple times I met these girls. I was like, wow, on paper, this girl's awesome. But you know, like, so does she does she met does she go after a certain type of personality? Yeah, exactly. So like, she creates a fake profile to target to match, those kind to of match men. That guy, That's right? brilliant. So, dude, so yeah. in, in the pilot, she picks a dude that she knows has some issues with like physical abuse and like emotional abuse, and his mom was abused, and he's a cop, right? So she goes after that guy and basically sets up a situation where he believes that her ex-boyfriend has been, has been beating has her. Has been beating Absolutely. her. Absolutely. You know? and, and it all culminates with him beating that Right. Dude. So like yeah. normally if you didn't have that reaction, you would be like, oh, wow, that really sucks for you. We should go to the police. But this yeah. dude, he's carrying around 20 years of baggage. And a fucking gun. And a fucking <laughs> yeah. gun. And so he goes and, and, and he takes out the dude that he thinks is responsible only to find out that that dude is not really her ex-boyfriend. No, and he's got like a wife and, and, and kids at the door and he's like a high-powered yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's... Yeah, it's, it, it, it kind of came from this idea like, you know, spies, as a spy, like actual spy work, because I had... I, uh, you were a spy too. I was not a spy. You're like I did online dating and I was in Mossad for a little but bit. Not not that I can tell you. <laughs> but um, uh, I did have friends who worked for uh, the FBI and for uh, um, the Department of Defense and. Uh, actual spy work is boring as shit. It's like paperwork, right? For well, no, no, even if you're in the field, like I had a buddy of mine who was in in like this anti-terror unit, and ninety percent of his job was sitting in a car following dudes around. It's like the wire. Yeah, it's like exactly. Brendo Saturday night. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're an actual spy, you you know you're trying to find these people to manipulate, and you're trying to find like people to recruit, but it's a really long, kind of arduous, boring process <laughs> where basically like. It's all right. I'm gonna follow this Matt guy around. I'm gonna like see what he's about. I'm gonna figure out how I can turn him. It might take months. Absolutely. You know, to figure out like what makes you tick. So why not take the shortcut? I mean, this, this she basically often gets exactly to 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 the she targets the exact person she knows will fall for it, and then adds the concept of pussy to the equation, which which doesn't hurt. So. Right. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then and then you you know you asked where it would go from here. So like kind of the the setup in the pilot is. This is like one of her early test cases to see if this works. And uh, well, that's the other th- question that you're kind of left with, and I don't know that that you sh- maybe we don't we shouldn't answer it, but it's it's also who she is working for if she's if she's an independent kind of right. assassin if this is part of some whole larger web of you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the whole thing is like you you kind of understand her methodology at the end of the issue, I think, and you kind of understand a little bit of what makes her tick, but you don't actually know who is this woman, what's. Uh, is Madeline her real name or is it not? Who's she working for? Absolutely. And then ultimately, like, what's her goal, right? Yeah. Um, clearly, there's some, like, uh, maybe anti-American sentiment in there based on the target she picks. But um, kind of the larger story, if, if the people come out and vote for it, is uh, kind of answering those questions. You know, what is her larger game? Who is she actually after? What is she actually trying to accomplish? And like, why? You know, why is she doing all this? No, that's great, dude. And again, with, when, once you, re, you, I say you want to read it because once you figure it out, you're like, holy shit, I need to see every. Oh, on the cover too, you kind of there, there are little subtle hints there because you can see yeah. a little bit of a web profile, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We for the cover, it's funny actually. There's there's a, a, a variation of that where for the cover we wanted to do like her profile and then kind of hint at the fact that she was you know something other than that. 
We also mocked up a version. Uh, Troy Petrie, who's our, our kick-ass letterer, is sitting in the yeah, audience. Yeah. Uh, he actually mocked up a version where somebody had like taken her profile and crossed it out and written crap all over it. Like she says, like I'm looking for a strong man to take care of me, and then you know crossed it out and said, and fucking kill for me. <laughs> like, so like we did like the, these the spoiler little, version yeah, almost yeah, as the it spoiler were. Version. Yeah, yeah. And um, but yeah, I mean the the artwork's fantastic. I think you know that's absolutely. Uh, it's David Marquez. David is, is Marquez, a, who's a uh, penciler, yeah, just did a uh, a series called uh, Days Missing the the two the second Days Missing series <laughs> uh, syndrome. And Someone then, likes uh, that book, no, yeah. yeah. And uh, David Marquez's grandfather, folks, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Johnny Marquez Senior. David Marquez's sugar daddy, Kyla. And the cover's by a really talented illustrator named uh, Jenny Frieson, who was just nominated for Harvey. So I, I was, nice. you know, like, yeah. I'm not saying I, I manipulated my uh, connections as the publisher of Top Cat to get the art team that I wanted, but I got the art team that but you I got, wanted. But you got some pretty damn fine art out of it, sir. <laughs> and the other cool thing is um, kind of an empowering chick book, too, no? Yeah. I as think, it were. You know, you know in a world where everything's so male-dominated, this is a female basically using men as fucking murder pawns yeah you know what's awesome is we were at new york comic-con and uh that was one of the first places this book was available and so we did our panel on pitching it and we had uh milo ventimia there absolutely we a book with him uh called rest and he was there which so. is coming out in hardcover too right i saw it's out on hardcover right, right, right now yeah, yeah golden apple right now you can go go go, go to golden apple and go pick up uh, rest from golden Topka, apple comics.com yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, so we were we were there, and we had a panel room full of like three, four hundred people. And you know, surprisingly, with Milo there, there was a lot of ladies in the audience, <laughs> um, and, uh, we and doing- guys with Siler haircuts, <laughs> just fucking mean mugging him and shit. Um, and so afterwards, we did the signing. And I'm standing there doing line control because, you know, Milo's, it's it's his day. We're pushing his book. And I had all these girls coming up with me who, had, after they had heard me talk about the asset, had gone to our booth, bought it, and were like, can you sign this? That's book? so great. In, in, in the inverse, are you worried that you're going to start a trend of uh, female online dating assassins? I, I don't care. I'm married. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool, out of man. the game. So that's <laughs> the rest a- of you guys are in trouble. No, yeah, yeah. So that's asset, folks. Um, I... Uh, by Philip Sabak, David Marquez, William Farmer, you could you could vote for it on Top Cow. It, it definitely deserves your vote, as do all the fine books. Again, I don't want to sway you because I'm like a stoner Jewish Pied Piper, yeah, totally like a yarmulke and a, and a uh, shofar. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I don't know um, what that means. It's like it's that horn thing. And us, at one point, I was us, married to a Jewish girl. I don't know what you're talking. I mean, about. I'm not I'm not hardcore Jewish, but in in the temple, <laughs> the horn. There, uh, it's like a horn. It's a ram's horn. They blow out of. It, it's like a Jew horn. It's the and horn. That's what, that they blew that that they blew and that it broke down the walls of there Jericho. we go so are you saying you're blowing a horn for me Is absolutely that, uh, awesome. a right, Jewish well, horn you should, you should vote for that reason. a Jewish horn thank you very thank much you man thank you for being here Philip Sabak ladies and gentlemen alright DJ D-Rock take us back in welcome back to Top Cow Idol folks you just welcome heard back. from the man behind Acid next up Brando are you excited I'm excited. I can see you frothing at the mouth. Yeah. Brendo, is that a new haircut you're wearing tonight for the show? It is. We appreciate the professionalism. Folks, Thank you. we are going to go to a gentleman named Matt Hawkins who is responsible for a little comic book. I keep saying little. Fuck that. A huge comic book. That's my announcer thing. Called Forever. We're going to talk about it right now on Top Cow Idol. 
joining us, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Hawkins. How are you, man? I'm good. I've had a couple gin and tonics. Well, fantastic, right. and I've, I've, I've matched that on bong hits, so we're all good to go. Yay. We're, good. we're all on the same page. Uh, forever, sir. It does say boxed water is better. And it is. FYI. For the environment, oh, it tastes confusion. better. Everybody thinks I'm drinking like milk up here or something. One out of every ten have ecstasy in it, so it really is better. No, I'm just kidding on that. <laughs> Do not hold in the thing. lobby for only $2. <laughs> uh, forever, sir. Yes. Summit. The, just uh, the concept. The concept. Forever. Uh, the basic idea of forever. Well, you want the original idea pitched? Or no, the, the meaning of the ethereal, like, forever. What forever is it? basically <laughs> was the idea that you could define. A scientist basically uncovers the ability to extend life. And uh, he creates a company a la kind of Merck and becomes the Bill Gates and becomes the Bill Gates of tomorrow. And uh, so he creates this company that, and then the problem with the ability to extend life is that it causes sort of the ultimate haves and have-nots. It's the perversion of the ultimate sort of Well, absolutely. I mean, and this is such a, and, and, and then we're skipping right into it, but I want to say, uh, there's another book that I think is, is fantastic. Um, I loved it. The company that he mentioned is called Longevity, and if he didn't mention it, it was life, it could be a book about, uh, like, one of those commercials with the girls at, like, the fucking golf club, and she's got the big smile on her face, because that's yeah. also I'll Longevity. Like <laughs> Yes, longevity sounds like it extends a little bit. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying it could be a boner medicine, oh, sir. That's God. what I was trying to be classy about. I, it. No, I am no, no. getting older, you know. <laughs> DJ D-Rock. Wow. Whoa, no DJ D-Rock. You went a little Whoa. too crazy there. I mean, half DJ D-Rock. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Click the little arrow off of uh, that song to fix it. There you go, brother. <laughs> oh, there's a guy up there. Yeah, there's a, there's a, that's DJ D-Rock off <laughs> DJ of the booth on the ones and twos, man. Yeah, he yeah. needs like a little like sound effect, like DJ D-Rock. That's for DJ D-Rock. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay, don't get, don't get crazy. Fred Norris up there. Um, <laughs> someone likes Stern here. Uh Going back to like age, I remember in first grade we had to read a book called Friar uh, Tuck Everlasting. Are you yeah, familiar yeah. with it? No. It was a children's book about this girl who wanders onto a family that has found the the secret to eternal life. Well, a fountain right. of youth. A fountain, fountain of, of the, youth. the literal fountain right. of youth. And the book is all about kind of the pitfalls of living forever and seeing everyone you love die and and all that fun stuff. And you've managed to encapsulate kind of all of those seminal cocoon and, and, and all that kind of stuff and, into what I think is, is, is an awesome concept for a book. And basically, um, there's a company out there that, that offers a service that can extend your life, right? Yeah, but it's very expensive. And what they do is they offer this, uh, this ability to extend how, how long you live and make you younger in effect and, and make you reverse the aging process. But it's incredibly expensive. They also offer supplements and various things that are all bullshit. You know, it, to, to sort of assuage the general populace that what they're doing is sort of beneficial. But in essence, what they're doing is allowing rich people to live longer. And, and, and absolutely, and and but and when you, and when and the book starts off immediately, kind of kind of kicking you right in, in into the swing of things with um, uh, you find out that maybe the, the and this the, you, it kind of takes place. It puts you right into where this has been around for a while. The product, I'm assuming, right. Yeah. It's taken I mean, off. It's a big, big thing. I this mean, is 25, it, it's short term future. It's 25 years from now. It's not really defined exactly when it is, but it's sort of like the idea is, is the, the drug is discovered today. It's what happens 25 years from now and how the world would change. So it would have, it would have changed the world by this point. And, and, and very early on, you realize that maybe longevity, the pro, the, the drug isn't all it's cracked up to be. No, and, and, and ideally what we sort of de defined is how we, we figured it out is that in essence you have to steal life from someone to give it to someone else. Which is awesome. And yeah. so 
you know, and, and this company longevity. That's my stoner commentary. Ultimately, what they're, they're doing awesome. is they're using the cover of uh, providing sort of malaria cures for people in Africa and various things to, in essence, go and steal life from them to give it to rich white people so, so they can live longer. So they're they're it's, it's kind of like medical they're like medical vampires, as it were. They're they're going to impoverished nations and literally stealing the life and selling it back to rich white people in like Miami and Ohio and shit, wherever rich people live. Es- essentially, yes, and yeah. it, it's on a long uh, the ratio we sort of defined, and it's not in the book. It's uh, in the screenplay that Brad actually wrote is a, sort of an, a 10 to 1 ratio is that uh, you know so every 10 years you steal from someone sort of equates to one year uh, of life extension. Now is it defined um, how long this process could last so is it is it possibly like f- literally the title forever if you no. keep stealing lives if there's a no, limit? There, there, there certainly is a limit and, and we don't really define it because like I said it, it is only 25 years in the future so they haven't really reached that limit oh, but they've course, had yeah, people yeah. that like at the, the couple at the, at the end of the book that it reverses the age back I mean they were obviously in their 60s or 70s and they look like they're in their 40s you know so they've been allowed to sort of reverse the aging process and a lot of this comes from uh, you know sort of the idea there, there's a lot of supplements and things out there involving sort of amino acids and basic things in your your immune system that uh, it is it is impossible to reverse aging if you know kind of how to do it and, and in a literal in, in, a, in a medical and scientific sense not in like some kind of fucking indiana jones thing where no, you're no, like no, oh, i'm a I, baby I, uh, now in my know? background I, I have a master's in physics and uh, so wow. i've got a i've got a you were the background. wow what, so you're writing uh, comic books, dude? No, I'm kidding. Well, I, I actually <laughs> didn't write that comic. I created it, but uh, Brad Lingsby wrote it. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I mean, you're creating comic? No, I'm joking. Uh, but that, that's, and that's what, it is, it's, it's, so it's, it's all medically sounded. That is actually steeped in, in possible reality because it's all based on the, the spinal fluid in your, in your spinal column. Yeah, absolutely. Actually is the, uh, is the most uh, nutritious and sustenant value in your body. From a biological point of view, that fluid that's in your spinal column uh, actually is amazingly nutritious. Like when Christopher Reeves was breaking the babies open on South, Park, South Park and sucking and out the spinal yeah, fluid, yeah. That. See, the guy, Trey and Matt know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I guess so, <laughs> right? Yeah, holy up. shit. And, and Gene Hackman hates that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite show, by the way. Hackman. I South love Park. South Park. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the best. It's awesome. <laughs> so... So, but, but, so there's the, the, and you find out they're, they're literally stealing life and it's kind yeah. of, it's not condoned, but no one's coming down on them. Well, see, what it is is the guy that's inside that, the Ryan, the lead character of the story, he is basically the poster child of this process. He was an eight year old child when the founder discovered the process originally and they used the process to basically uh, bring him back from the dead. He was an eight year old child that was going to die of leukemia. They used the process of using this to basically bring him back not only to fruition, but brought him in as sort of the stamp poster child of he, be, he became the, the kind of the, the, the ma- not mascot but the, right, the but first he would, big he was yeah. on the cover of newspapers and yes. this is because this obviously changed the world yeah, I mean can you imagine die, if, yeah and he's this uh, you know he's this kid and he comes out and the problem is is he's a very idealistic youth he came in he's a, he's sort of he's a poor guy and it, it's interesting I think one of the things that we dealt with is the fact that a lot of people in the future may not have like he is not a rich guy I mean he Rides a bike. He, he lives with his roommates, and uh, part of the reason is because he went to medical school, and he's he's only a year out of medical school, and he's got a million dollars worth of debt. You don't need, and I mean, you wouldn't really need doc. I mean, right? Is that in, in a future where you could just pay to to? Now that's the other thing. You're not impervious to gunshots or any of that stuff. No, it's no, just, no. You still die from natural. It's just uh, the disease. physical. Rever- right. It reverses the aging of your your internal organs, that kind of right. thing. It right. It reverses the, the sort of the decline, uh, sort of the cellular process that allows you to die. Is in effect the aging of your cell or the uh, the thinning of the cellular wall. 
And uh, that thinning of the cellular wall is actually what kills you ultimately. And oh. uh, what this does, in effect, is it's a sort of a reverse cellular mitosis that extends and extends the, the width of the wall of the I'm cell. A, I'm going to call my parents after the show. I'll be like, I found out how I died today, Mom. And she'll be like, how's that? I'll be like, my cellular walls are going to thin out on me. But what happens is as, as your cells sort of thin out and they break. And, and, and see, as you get older, you have fewer healthy cells in your body. It's, it's ultimately part of the reason why cancer works and some of these things kill you off as you get older because and you're more prevalent to it. Because the actual protection in your, in, your, in your body breaks down over time. It declines, yes. So, so longevity re- reverses that process and builds it up stronger. Right. Yes. It's the idea that it builds the immuno sort of repressant system and sort of builds up the, the basic, it, it sort of makes your body uh, more youthful. And you, and you also introduce kind of a, a revolutionary type character in, in the book named Kane, right? Kane is actually, what you discover with Kane is he's actually the guy who created longevity. Okay. So it's a full circle thing for him. Wow. He, so he, yeah, he, yeah. He is the guy that him and a group of guys discovered this thing. They sort of pioneered. He's basically, imagine Bill Gates discovered that Windows is going to fuck shit up. And it's true, but he just really, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, so Bill Gates, you know, 25 years later realizes that his creation has become this ultimate perversion and is just destroying basically the fabric of society. No, fantastic. Pushing yeah. the sort of the d- differentiation between the lower class and the upper class to the extremes. Because now literally the upper class can fucking live long. It's not just about the s- standard of living. Now it's the length of life. Yeah, because you have, you have people that are poor people that are dying at the age of 30. Because no one, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because their, their life is being taken from them, and so they die of natural causes at the age of 30. And you have these rich people that are living to 200 years old or whatever it might be. And uh, so it's, it's, it's not only, and, and so you imagine the economic influence of that. If you're, if, you, if you're a rich guy and you could live to be 200 years old, just the compounded interest over the course of that life. Absolutely, you could make double the amount of money in your one lifetime and take that money away from another potential poorer person who could absolutely. be making it. Now, do, yep. are, um, future plans for the book, if it doesn't get voted in, um, are you gonna? Uh, uh, excuse me for a sec. Um, the process. I'm sorry. The actual process of taking the life and giving it. Mm-hmm. Like the the actual. Are we gonna get into that? Yeah. No, I mean the basic idea of it. I, I don't. I, I spent a while since I've read this, but uh, the basic idea of it is, is, is essentially. Um, Sorry. Me too. And that's uh, in stoner time, though, so it was only like four hours ago. But <laughs> no, it's, it's been a while, it's, man. It's been months since I've looked at this. So no, much shit happened. I talked to that dude. It deals with a little, little here because you see okay, the Okay, absolutely. Part where they the they kind of drain them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's part, essence, that was when I was sold on this book. So is it. The they're literally they're sucking the spinal fluid. They're sucking yeah, the spinal fluid. It's in an extremely nutritious, rich, natural fluid that they're pulling out and putting into concentrated value into these rich people, and they're pulling it out. The second you pull it out of these rich people, into like these they immediately it's it's fucking Indiana Jones. So the yeah. Old, yeah no totally that's and now is that physically uh, would that scientifically be true though probably the not. whole instantaneous werewolf kind of shit no but let's no. let's pretend but it, it would be awesome. and work towards that glowing future <laughs> where it you is. can suck the life juice out of someone it, it but it looks cool that is cool man so it's so a future plan for the book I'm sure we're gonna find out more about uh, is is it about taking down longevity is it is it about the, the wider right. net of conspiracies, is it, you know what I mean? No, the basic idea is that Ryan and Kane become sort of a Robin Hood, and uh, they're basically stealing the life from the rich and returning it to the poor they stole. Oh, from that's originally. fucking awesome! So that is basically the idea of where we were going to take it. So they're literally like, yeah, that's that's yeah. fantastic. So it's like eat it, yeah. the ultimate robbing from the rich. And it's a cl- back to the we hate. It's like a class warfare book with uh, yeah. with. Syringes and spines. I'm pretty bad at promotion, so I'm pretty sure I'm not going to win here. Dude, no, come on, everyone, everyone vote. Well, that's the thing; we can't sway them because, again, watch audience take audience at home take your pants off. 
All right, put them back on, guys. You don't have to do everything I say. That's what I mean. I can't sway. But, folks, definitely, uh, as all the books, deserving of your vote forever. And uh, the title, little you, you were kind of hedging your bets there a little bit, right? Because you could be like, look, title? guys, it could last blank. Just vote for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't you want to see this book run blank title, insert title? It's just, it, I feel like it's good promotional shit. If you, if you called it only one issue, it would have been the polar opposite. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I should have called it one shot. You shouldn't have called it one if shot. If I didn't want no, it to win, shot. I should if you didn't want to win, you called it. Should have called it one shot. Because I put a book in every policy, and I always tell people not to vote for me. Why? Because I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're you're literally just like I want to do one shots, but they won't let me. So I'm just doing this pilot season thing. No, I'm kidding. Well, the nice thing about pilot season, well, I get to do whatever I want, which is nice. No, totally. But, uh, oh yeah, you won't let yourself. You're like I have. No, you, you split into two. It's like the multiplicity thing. There's, there's the creator you and, 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 and the exec you, and you're like, um, only, only one shots during pilot season, me. And you're like, okay, boss, me. It's a whole weird thing. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, no, it's just, you know, I think we have a lot of ideas, and in, uh, in many cases it's impossible, particularly in this day and age, to launch a, a ton of new stuff that people are actually going to read. And one of the, I think, the great ideas of Pilot Season is we can introduce five or six cool new concepts and, uh, and sort of get them out and allow them. And the great thing is, uh, I mean, just, just, you know, I've already sold three of these as TV and film shows. That's, that's I mean, a that's fantastic awesome. thing. The one kind of bummer from a comic fan is that literally only one of these books... Well, but here's the reality. If, if any of these actually get made into movies, I don't care if they win or lose. We're going to make a hundred of them. Yeah, we'll I make mean, a fuckload yeah, yeah. of money. You know All right, I mean? right on. Works for me, dude. Which can you? Uh, should, maybe we won't tell people which three got picked up because we'll, that'll sway oh, the vote. It's, or it's already no. Oh, then fucking I go mean, for it. Yeah. <laughs> Crosshair which, was. Uh, which we will get to next. Folks. Crosshair with Jeff Katz. Absolutely. Who will be joining uh, us next on was, Top Cow uh, Idol? Picked up for film by Mandeville Films up on the Disney lot. Nice. And uh, a guy named Morgan Fole wrote the screenplay, which Very is an cool. active sort of hot development now. Seven Days from Hell was picked up by Mark Platt uh, on the Universal lot. Not the I actually Universal. worked on Cop Out with Mark Platt. Mark Platt oh, yeah? was a producer on Cop Out. I know the gentleman well. Oh, cool. Good guy. Yeah. And uh, they've picked it up for, for TV, for development. And, very cool. Uh, very cool. That is something I think is very cool. And Forever is actually was picked up by Mandalay Films. Bam. Uh, so you, you this entire time, you're like, he could say whatever the fuck he wants. I'm, <laughs> we got a movie going on. <laughs> Well, and that's uh, well. The thing is, is it, it, with with pilot season, like Alibi was in the last pilot season, was the one that I I created that was written by uh, fuck who wrote that Philip <laughs> Fialkov, Josh Fialkov. Sorry, someone Josh. wrote it. Some uh, comic book nerd. Um, Some pencil monkey. We like to call I, him. I, 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 at have top a, I have had a few things to drink tonight. <laughs> it's okay, um, man. Yeah. But uh, no, Alibi was picked up by Summit as a film, and John Laven wrote the screenplay. Yeah, and people beyond uh, the Twilight films, right? What? Summit? No, 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 fuck that shit. Aren't they uh, though? Summit Entertainment Summit is. Isn't Summit? Dun, yes. dun, 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 oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, did they Twilight, but I'm saying yeah, fuck Twilight, but yeah, yay, yay for Summit because they got a billion well, fucking no. dollars to make your movie now. You know what I like about Twilight is it gave them a lot of money so they can buy stuff. That's yeah, what I exactly. just said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think yay Twilight. That's what. That's the. Gonna be. Also, you're making a movie for a man. Don't talk shit about. Oh that's yeah, like, sorry. That's gonna be the benefit of Twilight throughout the years. Like it's Twilight gonna start a million careers. Well, because it's like New Line. Like New Line with made Lord their of the money Ra- on Lord of the Ra- Elm Street. Oh, yeah. well, you're going way back, right? Yeah, like that's how that New Line started, and then from there they used that Nightmare on Elm Street money to yeah, like Summit's legit contender of, now because of exactly. the fucking like they're no, emo they, vampires, and they shit. can basically make all these. They can do things like this because they have yeah. all that Twilight money. So good for good for that. Thank you, <laughs> Twilight. Like even though I have no desire to watch it or. 
Well, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And the original idea for Pilot Season is, 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 you're right. It was American Idol for comics. And uh, it's like, well, that's a good idea. And uh, it allows us to put out some projects and sort of experiment with things and do some different stuff. Uh, and it's not, and, and it must be from a from a, um, a publisher and a company standpoint, and and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it 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 must be daunting to launch any new book to give it's it very a, hard to give it a full run off the bat to say here's issue one of ongoing series because right. there's there's so much involved and there, there's yeah. that risk of no one picking it up, right? Or yeah. well, and the nice thing is we could promote pilot season as an event. So I'm promoting yeah. five projects with the same sort of advertising marketing Absolutely. You get as launching one original. Five birds for one stone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and hopefully after yeah. by the time this podcast lasts, you'll have the other two books picked up for a movie or a TV That's show. Right. You know what I mean? And then screw the comic books. Let's just do movies, man. And then we should talk, me and you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, sir. Yeah, thank you. you. But much. forever, folks, no, vote forever. for it. Thanks, guys. Mr. Matt Hawkins. Thank you, sir. DJ D-Rock. Rock me one time. All right, folks. That was forever. Soon to be a major motion picture by Summit Films. The Twilight people. Brendo, do you like Twilight? Sure you do. Ladies and gentlemen, next up on Top Cow Pilot Season, we have a man whose comic book has been already picked up for a TV show. So again, probably doesn't need us, but let's, let's hear it anyway. I'm just kidding. Please welcome to Bagged and Boarded Live, Mr. Jeff Katz yeah. for Crosshair. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And he's supporting my, my native country of Japan. He's got a Sapporo with him. I am um I'm Jewish by birth, but Japanese by choice. Ohio no Katsu Jeffrey does. Desku, I don't know really much Japanese. Excellent. Uh, as a New Line alumnus, I have to say, your man oh, knows his stuff. That was good, man. Hey, thank that. you for being here. Uh, thank you. First off, before, and this, this is cheating a little bit, but I'm a huge Booster Gold fan. Thank you. Thank that, you That's much. awesome, dude. Thank you very much. Um, thank you. Uh, my, uh, I was going to name my dog Skeets. <laughs> but he lost out to Helmut. Is, uh, that's fair. My wireless network at home, I have two. Well, I, have, uh, I actually have two hard drives now. I c- converted all my stuff. So my wireless network is Baba Booey. Very nice. My two hard drives, one is Skeets, and the other is Elron from the JLI. Let's get really fucking geeky. I can't believe you name your shit with geek names, too, oh, dude. Yes, I've, uh, it's I've, a miracle I ever date. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yes. so let's work on that. I've got a... <laughs> I've got Skeets. I've got uh, Brother Eye is my network. Uh, my wireless hard drive is Alexandria because of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's okay. where the Temple of the Crescent Moon was. Right. Um, yeah, man, my uh, iPod is Uhura. Okay. Like, I do the geek names, too. That's They're going fan. full. And really not like a connective tissue, really, between those. No, because other I, than they're I geeky. theme them because, like... Ohura, she was she did the languages, so my iPod has all the audio that works. Right. Is Brother Eye the one that misbehaves the most and is probably duplicitous, well, yeah, going well, towards an Omax? There's style that, and, and like Alexander Alexander Lord built it for me. Yes, yes, Maxwell Maxwell Lord, Lord. Alexander. Look, what man, the fuck? It's his come brother. on, don't make me host the fucking show. <laughs> it was Alexandretta. <laughs> DJ D Rock just tested me, Alexandretta. We won't tell. It's anybody. Alexandria is the real country. There's a real country called Alexandria. That's like the biblical name. I for just it. want to know for Indiana Jones three, where is Allison Duty today? And did her last name in a fucking from in a, a well because Indy let her go. That's, now did she did she live or did the old man? Well, I guess his skin rolled. She lived. She dies. She drank from it or did she not drink from? It? She's reaching. For She's it. reaching for. She totally fucking dies. But here's the thing about Indy that always fucked me up. A as soon as they leave the temple, the effects wear off. Yeah. So they don't live forever. Oh, so his dad does not. Tech no, him. his okay. dad is dead in the fourth one. Do they say he's dead in that? Yeah, I forgot. I yeah, wiped that and Marcus. Brain. And Marcus. But yes. here's what always fucked me up as a kid. Indy drinks from it. His dad drinks from it. 
Sala and Marcus are standing like three feet away. It's like, homies, give your friends eternal life. I think Denholm Elliott had drank enough by that point. Yeah, in the right. film, probably. <laughs> but, uh, Good shit, man. Uh, Crosshair, sir. Already picked up, we heard, by, by uh, yes, Mr. Mark sir. Platt, who's a friend of the Smodcastle. Wrong uh, one, but close. You're going to mix it up. It's okay. This is Mandeville. Oh, fuck. I fucked everything you up. You motherfucker. Fail. Oh, I love we can swear on this. It's fantastic. Fuck. We can say a lot. I fucked up. We'll edit that out. No. Who, who, who picked this up, sir? <laughs> this is Mandeville. This is Mandeville. This is a well-regarded be, production. That's Disney, right? Uh, deals at Disney. Yeah. Deal. So Mickey Mouse running around in this shit are probably. Yeah, clearly very much so. Yeah, actually. Right? We'll be assassinating uh, Walt, actually. Well, dude, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about Crosshair. It's kind of. Uh, for, for If I had been doing my, my stoner pitch, and again, I apologize for, for confusing things. They throw a lot of information at me here, folks. If you were a stoner pitch and you weren't confusing things, I would suggest the quality yeah, of your right. read is lacking. <laughs> so that's okay. Oh, no. It's, uh, that's a, it, yeah, my confusion and lack of professionalism is a testament <laughs> to uh, my grower. So there you go on that. Uh, it's about a, uh, a gentleman who, uh, from like page three on, is at his house and, and some bad folks to come to get him. And it's like fucking on. I like to think it's like, what if Ferris Bueller in that run home had ammo stashed I, Ironically enough, when we talked about that sequence, I said it's the Ferris Bueller on, on acid, basically. Dude. It's Ferris Bueller running. It's, urban, it's suburban parkour. Yeah, uh, and you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I come out of the movie business as well, so I tend to look at Absolutely. these things. And you know, I, I, honestly, for me, this actually came about because Mark Silvestri and I each have a shared love of the Manchurian Candidate. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about the far superior Jonathan Demme. You mean the Denzel one? Yes, with Manchurian <laughs> Global, the evil okay. corporation. <laughs> no, the original film, uh, the Frankenheimer Frank film, is is really like. When I'm sick, it's what I watch. I have a handful of movies that are like my go-to movies. And mine Mark's, is, Mark's is got a similar thing with it. Death to Smoochie for some Nothing reason. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's all right. That's a cult uh, sort is of it? film. I, I'm trying to make it one. It's, it's built, not quite. But. It's got a following, but that was certainly, at the time, That was I remember I was in, I was out here at that point when that got put together, and everyone's like, wow, what a cast. I'm it was uh, smoochy. To this day, I was like, why don't people love that movie? It's hard yeah, to sell negative revenge comedies. It's like duplex. You can't sell them. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't and, want to sell them. But ultimately, um, in a weird way, sort of in the, in the sort of shorthand on this, the idea was, what if you did basically the Manchurian candidate but Lawrence Harvey's Raymond Shaw and Sinatra's uh, Marco were the same <laughs> guy. And basically, Lawrence Harvey is like, I am the assassin, and I'm the guy who's got to stop him. And uh, because we're spoiling, I guess, all that ah, doesn't it. matter, right? The, the By the way, these are all available online, Absolute. I might add. So you can get these for free. Oh, really? On multiple. Oh. I think Newsarama, Geek Week, uh, CBR, I think a bunch so of So folks, before you vote, yeah, make it, don't do it like you voted for... Graphically's got it. Don't vote like you vote for politics. Make an educated fucking <laughs> vote on this one. Do a little <laughs> research. Right. But the injury, not only is the, uh, the would-be assassin... The guy who's got to stop himself, the would-be target, seems to be the person who programmed the assassin. Well, ultimately, should it go on, that's what you're going to get to sort of pay off. And I think for like me, why the, it's it's the president who's a woman, which is very progressive of you, might I say. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> not hardly an original thing to do at this point, frankly. It's almost a cliche in and of itself. But I did want sort of the duplicitous sort of female bad guy. I'm not projecting or anything. I just thought of it <laughs> creatively. Uh, but really, you know, I'll be honest with you, and I dealt with this a lot as an executive for a long time. I'll be very frank. I'm shades of grayed out, okay? I think it's gotten a little bit ridiculous. And frankly, at times, I just want a, a, a genuine hero to emerge from a morass of gray. And so I sort of tried to do this as a reverse thing, where you would start it out in a way where 
I can't trust anybody. I can't trust myself. And I love conspiracy stuff in no, general. Totally, so yeah. going forward, uh, you know, her name's Mother for a I reason. I mean, the book from yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to oversee all of those things. And I like the idea of a guy in a certain level ultimately kind of finding both his true north and kind of being true north in a world full of conspiracy. So that's ultimately where I think the thing goes. But to start off, basically, it's a guy that if you've been programmed and your brain has been fucked over three times over, now peeling away the layers of that onion. Try to deprogram yourself as your shit is activated, right. though, too. As, as the plan is in motion deactivate yourself on the way kind of and i'm sure i'm sure he'll get propelled closer to it without you know what i mean it's it's so yeah and also look we got to blow up suburbia and i grew up in suburbia and who doesn't fantasize about that when yeah. you know, <laughs> about having a gun stash beyond like a fucking know, trampoline and shit like yeah. that and yeah. if you check it out all the neighbors and i just to tell you how the level of nerddom here uh all the neighbors and all the people in the neighborhood he helps out are all Manchurian Candidate characters. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a nerd. So this is your this is your Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, I, well, I, truly, I, mean, I think that's it for honestly. The movie was not a well regarded movie when it came out, and it's obviously grown in time course, to be well regarded. Yeah, yeah. And it still holds up. It's an excellent film. It blows Demi's film out of the water. Well, and it's just that concept is so it it, it just it, it's so simple. And it resonates same... more today, I think, to a large absolutely. People are paranoid. They know they can't trust. The world doesn't make sense to them in the same way. And this way. is not being able to trust your fucking self. Right. Which is what most people. Most people, the one thing they hang on to is their sense of, of semblance of, of. At the end of the day, I can go in here and everything's okay. Kind right. Of. And Weller's ultimate sort of finding of himself and trusting himself is really the narrative sort of drive of it going forward. Very cool, dude. Um. So so uh, that so if it does get voted in, that's that's what the future for this book is. Is it's because he's got a, he's got a target. So it's it's kind of a destination book. There's a point A to there's a. There's a beginning and an end here, kind of, right? Well, or, I think ultimately what you're going to do is you're going to realize that you've gone and you've probably tackled and beaten up one. Of, you've you've beaten over one of these conspiracies, and ultimately the fact is that Mother's Reach is going to extend. It's just going to peel another layer and away. Through each yeah. of those, it's a guy almost reassembling the puzzle pieces of his own nobility and who am I and coming to grips with the bad shit I did, the good shit I did, and ultimately becoming really a pretty sort of kind of the the the, the deconstruction into construction of a classic hero. Very cool, dude, and you make it sound that, so fucking fancy. That is the pretentious oh, thinking that went into yeah, this. Yeah, right on, you. man. Hey, I'll take a little pretention what can in I comic say? books. I, I want to do my dinner with Andre with assassins, but shockingly, they didn't want to do that at Top Top. <laughs> Did you really pitch that? No, my dad. Oh. Yeah, Wallace Shawn goes uh, or to the like, cafe with a shot. Or even better, dude, pitch it to fucking Lucas. Be like, Greedo and Han. Just like draw that shit out. Make it like a whole lunch at the canteen. You know what? I will tell you a real quick anecdote. I went to a wedding at the Skywalker Ranch a few months ago, as I think Mel Kyla did as well. I think we can talk about this now. I won't say who's. And uh, I have to say the greatest thing about it is George Lucas. Say what you want about him. <laughs> filmmaking. You like the movies or not. Uh, that guy made more money off of that wedding. He said the first thing you did, you got done with the wedding. He said, "By the way, the merchandise tent is open, and you can no fucking ja way. Ja Java the Hut coffee mugs." No okay, they way. had Java the Hut. Of course, how, he how does. many thousands of dollars? Uh, yeah, did you guys see of, Yoda Lake? Oh no, uh, Lake Ewok. Lake Ewok. Yes. Fuck Get everything up on right, this man. goddamn show, uh, But literally, like, Count Dooku... I gotta fire my Reacher's Count, Count Dooku lightsabers flying off the shelf. At the so. wedding, like, they were selling fucking, like... It was the it was the nerdiest. We all looked at each other. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Was so. he... It would have been even better if he was behind the fucking register. He's like, thanks, have a nice He thing. was there... And I'll tell you, okay, so he's sitting there, he's getting there, he's eating, you know, he's going to the... the he was a guest thing. at the wedding? Yeah, yeah, and flannel and the whole thing, and he goes in. <laughs> was it like a wedding flannel with like a know. bow tie attached <laughs> yeah, to exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. But also made out of fucking plaid or exactly, red material? Exactly, exactly. Um, and he, you know, honestly, you get the sense that people are very... Well, the thing you'll find, particularly, I mean, you've, you've been on movie sets, you've seen this, how this works... 
I think to a lot of the general public, you know, they sort of romanticize these guys and don't realize they're human beings. Okay. And all of them, for the most part, really, you know, with very rare exceptions, I've been lucky. I worked with really cool talent who are, who really, frankly, got successful late, so they appreciate it no, more. Absolutely, yeah. And I think what tends to happen is guys get in almost, it, it's a gilded cage. It is, it's a prison at a certain level where no one's going to go up to George Lucas, really, and be like, Hey, George, you see that 49ers game? What did you think? Yeah. It doesn't go on. No one talks to him like a normal human no, being. No, so I, honestly, yeah. I went up and talked to him. For, they have a phenomenal first-run poster collection there. It is, if you are a, mer- a movie nerd, yeah. it is remarkable. And you are looking at, like, the Japanese original print for Casablanca and, and wow. you name it. No, yeah. And honestly, went up and engaged him on that, and he was lovely. He was a terrific guy. That's fucking cool. Yeah, he nice, was like, nice to see. And he was like, hey, did you see the... Uh Count Grievous. Uh, he did a General Grievous. General. Oh my you god, motherfucker! What the fuck? I'm doing it on purpose just for your segment, man. Just for your segment, I'm fucking up that's on right, purpose. That's right. Let me get some geek cred back. I'm gonna prove my nerd cred. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I can talk about One Piece. That's manga, though. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, dude, very cool, man. And, and we can look for this as a film or a tele- television this show. Will be, no, this will be this film will be in this film. case. Um, I think ultimately probably better set up for it again because you're also doing with, you know, it, it, cer- certain ones are like, I, I think like Seven Days in Hell, very natural TV show, makes a lot of sense by virtue of the title, the oh, way yeah. it's set it's up. Monster it's, of the it's Week sort of thing. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. much, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's literally set up for it, as Rob will tell you. In this case, I think relative to the budget and the sort of level, it's got to be probably. Do you have any uh, dream casting in mind? You know, honestly, the guy I would have said, and it's it's cliched at this point, he would be unavailable. I when Tom Hardy popped off of both Bronson and Inception, oh, yeah. Tom and Hardy's you, I, my favorite. I, I would honestly say if you haven't yeah. seen if you haven't seen Bronson, that's and, awesome. I was, I've been I've been I've been touting right. Bronson on this show for about or a year. Yeah, Sizor or whatever in uh, Star Trek Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, or he's in Rock and Roller too. He Rock plays Roller, gay. Not, yeah, uh, what, not, I forget what they call them. And yeah, he's yeah. he's you know I think at a certain level. And this is something we dealt with also, frankly, as an example. He's too fucking in, in movies. physically big now. I want, you know, I like, I want to see guys, guys in movies again. I think we've gotten metrosexualized out and it's an issue. And it's one of the reasons why we're losing young boys as consumers in the movies to video gaming. Absolutely. We've talked about that on the show in the past, actually. Like, the, the man's man, yeah. the, the Lee Marvin fucking yeah, Charlie Lee Marvin's Bronson. A great, a Charlie Bronson example. Lee Marvin would not be a star today. If I, no. were, if I were Tommy Lee Jones' agent, I'd say take a year off, let your hair go white, and come back in your Lee Marvin. I'll put you in the Dirty Dozen remake at Warner's. That's exa- we talk about that stuff all all the time and those guys are missing Steve McQueen our modern day action star literally fucking Jason Statham and I have no yeah. problem with Statham but, but that ain't that it's it, and I feel like I'm taller than him. Yeah, and, which and isn't that exciting. <laughs> which isn't that exciting, and he's just as fucking bald as I am and yeah. shit. Like, but I think it's an issue, and I think ultimately, I actually think that, or, or Sam, what's that kid's name? Sam Worthington. Like, what fine? Like, I, think, I just end, feel like he grunts. But I think you hit on something where I think that at a young, at least a young male consumer, which I think is driven by wish fulfillment more than anything else. I want to fight the shark. I want to go into the Millennium Falcon and go to the Death Star, or whatever. Okay. Uh, I think they miss those guys, and I think that. Hollywood, and frankly, a lot of this was a reaction to Titanic because it was no young women are driving this business now. And, and that's, that's when it became, that's when that was that, remember that uh, Expendables campaign from earlier well, that this was year? The, but which was, by the way, a bullshit. That, they didn't make that ad. That was a fan-made that ad. That was a fan-made ad, Take right? Back people manhood, people were saying that they really put it out there. But no, that was, and that it really is true. Uh, the, the major films are it's dominated by a 16-year-old, like Twilight. Well, that. Twilight, and I think that it's the reason why... And I not think, to sound misogynistic, but we become used to that. No, no, no. It a, looks, the, the fact is, we've taken our dollar elsewhere to a large yeah. level, and so... Well, that's like this huge success of video games. Absolutely. Call of Duty is an example. Call of Duty, right? boom. 
Well, then, like God of War. And Not all even that Call stuff. of Duty, like, Brenda. You heard Call of Duty sold like eight million copies in twenty four hours. So you're gonna do two hundred million dollars. Halo, in a day. like that stuff. It's selling crazy. Right, and now. part of that is price pointing, and I also think, frankly, that the wish fulfillment is better offered oh, in that yeah. medium. Like now. I can yeah. just freaking just kill people, and, <laughs> and, and so that's why Whoa, I think when maybe we shouldn't be allowed. Like, to have yeah, that that's game. what you're doing. You're killing people, and you're running around with guns, and you're blowing up your. Well, it's that commercial at fucking Kobe Bryant. The chef, like I love that commercial, and I do think that ultimately. Ultimately, uh, that's why you see a lot of studios now when they get these big ticket items are looking more and more now to casting and packaging them in ways where the young women are in mind. That's why that's where PG-13 horror comes from. That's where a lot of this stuff comes from. And so, you know, I don't think that's a trend that's reversing per se, but I'm certainly happy to rage against the dying Absolutely. of that particular life. That's so. badass, dude. So, so you said he's out. Who, who would be another great choice? Uh, you know, that's I, I would... I am personally the purpose to go and try to break somebody. So off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of who I would tell you. But I, I always find that more exciting. And not all these guys. Right? I mean, I did a movie with Clive Owen called Shoot 'Em Up. It's on HBO. I love. Yeah, I used, to, I used to work for Angry Films uh, actually. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. Don, Don, I know quite well. Yeah, Doing yeah. another project with Don now. That's very and, cool. Yeah. And you know, I think that Clive's a guy who had a shot, didn't quite click. He's making a Statham movie actually now. Um, is he really? He is. They're doing wow. like the, kill, the killer. That's a fucking elite. bummer. Yeah, look, and, that you're, and you were just you just nailed it. Like that was our shot at kind of a leading man. That's why we put him in the movie. And the fact is that you know, honestly, audience demand. Now, now I'm not saying you put Paul Walker in the movie. Movie does more. I'd rather make the Clive movie because, frankly, it, it's original. It gets discovered and so totally, on. Yeah, yeah. But these are the issues you run into, and it's why you know. I'll be honest with you. I'm Ryan Reynolds is a good friend of mine. I put him in. I mean, I've known him for years. Okay, he's a terrific guy. I still think Hal Jordan's kind of like Josh Brolin more than anybody. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a the military. Guy. He's a bit. A bit uh, Grufford R- Ryan is Kyle or Wally to me. I've always I've said that to Ryan. So, you know, I think that it is that sort of stuff that I get why it goes on. I understand. But I would ask you guys. I mean, Justin Timberlake was in the final three for Green Lantern. Does anybody want to see that movie? Fuck no. Right? Uh, and I think at the end of the day, the fact that he's even on that list suggests to you that it, this well, is so they're, they're trying to get... And you know women are going to go to Green Lantern in droves. What was the most recent Efron, Efron rumor? It was at, oh, Akira? Akira. Akira. Oh, I think that's going to happen. As fucking Tetsuo happen. or Canada? No, I, I'm not sure if he's what he's doing. Do we know? Is he taking uh, the? I heard uh, he's the he's the he's he's, the he's Tetsuo. In general, or something uh, it's, I don't know. It's that's the most fucked now. up thing uh, I have uh, ever like. But again, but you've got to understand, he's one of two guys in his age group that move the needle. I know, and it's all. a 200 fucking million dollars. That's what I don't get about it. Is why would you take like such a geek beloved franchise that doesn't have worldwide? And the the irony is that Shia LaBeouf, who's a absolute legitimate comic nerd gets killed when he wants to go on these projects by comic fans. Yeah. And so, oh, dude, if they, I, you're right. If they cast Shia LaBeouf and Akira, I almost want Shia Efron is a very legitimate comic more fan. More than Akira, than, than fucking, yeah, yeah, Shia. And, and by the way, you know what, to Zach's credit, Zach's an actually a legitimate anime fan. That's sort of a known thing, but that's it. You got two guys in that space and ultimately from a programming point of view, it limits your options. There's only so much you can do. Or yeah. Japanese kids, which I wish they did, but I yeah. guess they won't well, be. Well, I tried to do Battle Royale. I had, that, I had the rights to that when I was at New Line and, Ooh, you know, the fact wow. is, you know, I took two years of negotiating to get that and ultimately it was like the whole idea was at that point you had Hillary Duff and all these kids and go put a fucking machine gun. <laughs> Hillary Duff's got a crossbow and takes out Amanda Bynes. Oh I wish pop. Hillary Duff uh, still got Amanda yeah. Bynes. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm very proud to have set Dude. that up but it's the one that got away. Hillary uh, Duff is like um, the main bad chick. Yeah, the one that like, snaps. The one yeah. that starts fucking guys yeah. and killing oh my them. God. Awesome. Oh, that would have been so I feel like folks, crazy. I feel like people have forgotten you about the comic art. We talked a lot of movies. Dude, we should definitely have you back to talk movies. My pleasure. Anytime. Uh, Crosshair, folks. So, so basically, one man against himself. Yeah, one man against, against an the army fucking and himself. president, too. Yeah. yeah. 
And, it's, and again, it's really about sort of finding, making, making peace with your past, moving forward from it, and not forgetting it. Because at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer, your errors and your mistakes, that's what you learn from. And blowing up the National Mall. And then blowing up the National Mall, which, which is really awesome. is just which a good is action. always sequence. fun. You got to do that in every comic book. That, I agree. Awesome. Or they should. Go. Betty and Veronica should be the opening of every issue. I hear and that's coming, just, actually. And then just yes. cut to fucking Riverdale. <laughs> uh, dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Jeff Katz, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The book is called Crosshair. DJ D-Rock, let's bring it home. Don't worry, that was Crosshair with Jeff Katz. Brendo, there's one more book coming up. One more book. Not, not one more book to talk about to finish out the Top Cow pilot season episode. It's a book called Seven Days from Hell. And joining us here, Mr. Rob Levin. Let's hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Very cool. How are you, sir? Doing well. How are you guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Seven days from hell. Can I just say, I'm glad we saved me for last, because everybody's buzz is wearing off, so this is going to be awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have Anyone want to smoke a joint or something while, before he talks? You want to wait like five minutes? No, no, no. no. All right, forget it. Uh, seven days <laughs> from hell, dude. You. Um, I, I like every book that I, I read out of the Top Cow uh, pilot season books I loved, but I... I Again, I'm, I love them all equally. I'm not swaying. If this one's your favorite, you can say it. It's I can't. the end of the show. I literally, I literally can't say it, folks. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's my favorite. Wow, you went there? Yeah. Wow, Brendo, Brendo has no pull. Brendo, tell, them, tell the audience to do something at home. I'll take off your pants. They're just fucking staring at him. Oh, I bet you there's a dude. Take your, if there's one pants. dude taking his pants off, you've got one like diehard Brendo man fan. Yeah. But no, we're not. We're not being partial. But it's a fantastic book, like all the others. Um, how would you describe it, sir? Uh, I mean, the setup's really simple. It's a uh, a mercenary who gets killed in the line of duty, and he goes to hell for a split second. And this demon, who is actually a, a beautiful woman, but she's a demon, uh, pulls him out of hell. Like, aren't they all? They usually I'm just are. kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, she she pulls him out of hell and says, you know, I need you to do these these jobs for me. And if you keep doing them, and you have a seven day timeline, otherwise you go back to hell. If you keep doing them, there's a chance we can both get to heaven. Well, that, and that's what's cool about it too. So this guy starts off the book. Um, he he's, he's uh, an assassin. Would you say an assassin or a hitman or just a bad dude? He's a mercenary. He's I mean, a mercenary. He, he's, he's done the hits. I, I don't think you really need to you know quantify. He's you don't need mercenary, to... a hitman, whatever. He's like, look, he, I don't like to label shit. myself. I just like to kill people for money. Okay, exactly. I don't I don't believe in all these bullshit labels. Um, he's like, you're so pedestrian. Um, <laughs> his family has been murdered and stuff. Like this guy's had a hard life, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, he kills a, a, a guy and a, and a girl in a car, and then he goes to the back seat, and there's like a five-year-old kid with a gun. Yeah. And, and where you're thinking, he's like, don't, he just fucking get shot like mid-sentence. So boom, he's right away in hell. And, it, and it's kind of, um, it kind of fucking awesome, like how accepting he is of it instantly almost. He's like, okay, I'm in hell now. I got to kill demons. Like you cut away, you cut away like when you, when you pitch it as a simple concept, and I don't think that's diminutive at all. It, it, it um... It's such, it's it's concise. Like literally, you like you nailed it, dude. Get shot, goes to hell, comes back, and has to kill demons. That works so fucking well, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I I can't take credit for it. It's actually uh, created by my co-writer Brian Edward Hill. Had the idea. He just uh, was dumb enough to let me write it with him. So See, that works. So you got to you wrote it. That's the hard part and shit, right? <laughs> well, I would love to be a creator. I'll just sit in a room all day and be like, it's a fucking thing about monkeys like, with rockets. And they're like, okay, I'll write it up, boss. I'll be like, good on you, Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. Jimmy's the imaginary guy. But no, no, Brian wrote it with me, so we, okay. we both wrote we it. Both he, wrote just, it. he gets more credit because he's absolutely. 
And that would be Brian Edward Hill. Correct. And, and uh, uh, Phil Noto did the art. Phil Noto destroyed on the art. He's, I mean, honestly, you don't have to read the book. You just kind of flip through it. You just look at it a million times. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your thing. You know, Phil Noto's just, it's, it's gorgeous stuff. I, I can't say enough. You know, looks, it's, it's, it's it the reason amazing. to vote for the book. It's the reason to buy it. It's the reason to make sure it, you know. Absolutely. And this, and this is going to be a TV show too, right? Am I finally right on that? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's in, it's, it's, it, yes. It got, someone has the right. Someone has the rights to it. Okay. And that, whether it happens, that's, you know, that's, that's out of my hands. I, and, I would love for it. But. And I think that's what's so cool about the comic almost also is that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if this does get voted in, it is kind of a book you can read. You don't have to read every issue in a row almost, right? It, um, I'm sure there'll be, I'm sure there'll be an arcing story, but it is very, one target, one, is it like one target an issue, kind of? It, it could be. I mean, it really depends on how much space we have to play with it. But yeah, we can do it like the pilot where it's, you know, there's a target and by the end of it, the target's dead or John's dead. Or you can, you know, you can do seven issues and have each one be a day. You know, it's really about how much time you want to spend. The world is your sandbox. Exactly. Come on in and play. Um, <laughs> well, that's the other cool thing too is that he he can die also, right? And oh, she makes that He's she makes that clear. Mortal. He doesn't have like for people listening, it's not he doesn't have like superpowers and shit. He's not like Ghost Rider when he comes back from hell. He's just alive again. He got, he got one free pass. He got plucked out of hell, but he can go right back there if he fucks up. And it's also not like you kill this list of five people and you get to go to heaven forever. It's like you kill that dude, we'll give you another fucking week, buddy, and then we'll talk about it later. It's like that really shitty job you've been waiting for a promotion at. For like a long time, and you're just yeah. hanging in there and shit, and you're like trying to make hints and stuff, and you're like, I'll give it another week, I'll give it another week. This is his sh- hell is his shitty job, and he doesn't want to. Except wanna... he doesn't get weekends or vacation. You know, this, yeah, it's every, seven every days. time a, a target's dead. It's what if you kill dead. someone in a day? Does he get to chill for the next six, or does it immediately start? That's something we've talked about, and uh, if the book continues, wouldn't that be great if like he gets a target and the dude literally like, you mean that guy? Boom! All right, I'm going to fucking Disneyland and watching. I'm going renting a ton of movies, all the Madea films. <laughs> Gonna hole up on the couch. No. <laughs> no, he's actually gonna rent Twilight because he wants to see more good movies. So he figures he'll help someone out, put some money in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be funny if we started a, re- a reverse like wave? Like everyone, like all the dudes who hated on Twilight started to go see it because they wanted to see fucking comic book movies picked up and shit. I, I think we they should, should announce that. Summit, do it like Let's every week. Plug Twilight. And just keep going. If they send me money Go or something, it, I guess. Not money, shit. Or a free DVD. I'll watch Twilight. I've never seen Twilight. Have you It'll seen it? Like if, if we watch Twilight, you will make a good um you'll make a good Akira movie, you know, or something. <laughs> Who Summit's gonna get the rights to Akira now? Well they already have it, but it, really you know, when you guys not, were talking yeah, before and you Summit. said Efron, Somebody I thought does. you were talking about Nora Efron doing Maybe an Akira movie. Maybe Summit could get out. enough money to steal it. Nor- okay, there it is right there. Yeah, Nora that, Efron should do an Akira movie. No. Where, like, at the end, when Canada is fucking fighting Tetsuo, he, like, falls in love with the weird arm thing. <laughs> and they go to, like, a coffee shop and discuss, like, the quirk. They discuss, like, queefing doesn't exist, but in, but in like, a very polite PG-13 way. You know what I mean? <laughs> That, and then that's like, what I was worried about. And when you s- said that, I was my mind. Was song by Annie DeFranco to bring it all home. Um, are we going to get to see any other demons? Because we, she, you nailed it. She's just a very attractive uh, lady. She doesn't have horns. She's not right. Yeah, I mean, she she's a demon. Uh, I think Brian described it. She's a demon in the traditional sense of you know like the, an ifrit. The, no, like the, uh, or a the, the, you know, demons traditionally are actually angels who were cast out of heaven. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not just people who sit in a fiery pit and do evil stuff all day. So it's not just about him and her, and that's the other thing, it's her redemption too. 
Yeah, I mean, really, this is this is her mission, you know. And she goes along with him too. It's not like she's not like fucking Demon Charlie, where he gets on call's cell phone. And he's like, "Hello, Angel. Your mission this week <laughs> uh, is to kill a demon." And no, no, no. And they're not demons either. They're just bad dudes. Like, there's no. Yeah, he's not going to be fighting monsters. It there's is no very mo- much set in the real world, and that's what's good. It's set in the real world with a backbone of like hell occult shit, which is right up my alley. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely better. Um, so future plans for the book would just be. Do you have an, like an overarching storyline kind of? We, we have short-term plans and long-term plans. It's really you know about if we win this competition and how much space we get after that. But yeah, I mean John's story goes on for a while, and, and as does Mandy's. So you know we hope to be able to complete it. But yeah, there's there's it's big up, plans. It's up to we'll you, get. the listeners. Let me ask you: Are all you guys? Every one of you guys are buddies for the most part, right? All five creators, or do you guys fucking? Is there like? In- well, I don't know about the guy that's not here, but I think everybody. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? That's why we're talking about. Let's say his books suck. No, I'm kidding. Um, but so it must be a little bit weird that there's a competition aspect. Well, Matt said he doesn't want to win, so he's out of the fucking competition. He was like, "Don't vote for me, please." Um. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Is it, is it, is it, all of you guys want to win, right? Like, uh, I mean, I definitely, you know, want to beat Philip because, you know, he's the editor on the book. He's the publisher at Top Cow. So you beat him. It's like, hey, we're, we're doing my book and not yours. And he's got to still can work. I, can I have some but notes he's still got to work on it every, yeah, yeah. Well, but he's still in charge. You know what I mean? So it's like you beat him and you like talk smack and he's like, oh, uh, can you rewrite that first issue? Cause I hate it. You're like, no, no, <laughs> it's great. And he's like, no, 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 I hate it. And I'm kind of the boss. It's like you steal your buddy's girlfriend. You still make him hang out with you and shit. Exactly. He's always in the back seat. He's like, I used to date her. What was that? No, that was like Flight of the Concords that happened on, right? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything comes back to some weird TV thing. Um, so, so if they vote for you, we will, get, we will get to see more of this. And it sounds like we might get to see more of this in another, another medium, like some of the other books right there. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Very cool, man. Um, awesome. Any 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 summations? Any give us give us your your wonder pitch. Fucking bring it all home. If I'm if I'm some dude in my bedroom in I don't know, Brendo, give me a random town in America. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. If I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm just hanging out, eating cheese, watching the Packers, and I got I got the bag and boarded on my my Packer headphones. Everything's Packer related out there, <laughs> and they're listening to you right now. Boom! How do you, drive it home? Why why should they vote for your book? Um, After hearing you you have you have the the, the kind of the tough thing of being the last one on. So after they've already heard the others, they're still hanging in there. They're listening to all this comic book shit and my nonsense and Brendo and all this. They're they're hanging around your books, sir. Why? Hot chicks, sexy action, things exploding, the threat of hell, and a, and a clock on everything. It sounds like my everyday life and exactly. and the makings of a fantastic book. Thank you for being here, sir. No problem. Thanks a lot. Thank you, TJ D Rock. And folks, this has been, that has been the first presentation of Top Cow Idol. What you can... Oh, wait. We got everyone, right? We got everyone. Everyone's going. Anyone else got to want to write a comic book right now and add it into the mix? Like, write it and draw it? No? Okay. Folks, you can vote for these books at topcow.com. And the winner will become a comic book. Now, you've heard from four of the five graders, the fifth one. Don't really pay him any attention. Um... But the other four, read the books online. You can get them for free, as we get said before. Google, if you can't find them, just Google search Pilot Se- Top Cow Pilot Season. Read go all. Go to your local comic book store. Go to your local store, read all four books, and, and give the most deserving one your vote, man, and help, help support fandom in comic books and help support a great company that leads it up to you, the reader. 
uh, to pick what you want to read. So that was that was pretty fucking cool, right? That was fun. How do you like my announcer voice? That's good. Jeff Probst, watch your dick. Hello. Oh my god, I'm coming after you, man. Yeah, man. I'm taking that shit because you know, like he gets to stay on like a nice hotel boat or something right off the island. I'm sure it's, and it's like tenth season, so I'm sure it's really swanky by now. It's got like a hot tub and like a big velvet painting of Jeff Probst over the fireplace and stuff. I wouldn't change that. I wouldn't take down the Probst memorabilia. I would just like move in or whatever. It would be weird for his family. That was fun, right, dude? That was fun. Are you gonna go vote? I'm gonna go vote. Maybe we should tell people, and, and maybe next episode we'll tell them what we voted for. Okay. And that way we don't we don't sway. Or maybe we should leave it a mystery forever. We'll we'll think about it. We'll think about it. But folks, you heard you heard from the from the folks you heard from the uh, the fine gents from Top Cow about their books. Uh, vote for which one you like best. You know what yeah. I mean? Go read them. Go vote. Support Top Cow Comics. Check out TopCow.com. Check out GoldenApple.com. GoldenApple.com. Yeah. Uh, are you guys on Twitter? Yeah. We're Twitter at TopCow, folks. Check them out. You can check me out at Camelotoad in Smodcastle. And I'm at Brendo Man. Don't forget at Derek Armijo. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to forget. Man. Everyone loves DJ I D-Rock. I give a quick shout out. That's for DJ D-Rock up in quick the booth. Quick shout out to um, Mr. Andres. Listener Andres at True Andres, Andres who des- for making our kick-ass Who's poster. the d- designer of the new bag and boarded art, folks. This episode should find you at uh, at our new home of Smodcast.com. We're still uh, hugely supportive and fans of Fred Entertainment, our sister network, and Ken Plume is yeah, still Ken the Plume. man who fucking is in control of the podcast, so I can't talk bad about him. I like Ken Plume. We both like Ken Plume, but we are at Smodcast now. Uh, we got a whole bunch of new listeners. Um... And a new poster. And a new poster. That's the thing. With the new website and the new and the new home base uh, and the new sponsors, Andres. we've got a new poster by Mr. Andres. And That's at T-R-U Andres. Go at him, folks, and follow him. Be, Be like, like, thank you. You are awesome. Thank you for supporting Bagged and Boarded. I love it. Um, and uh, you can check out my shit at baggedboarded.com, camelthoadproduction.com. Brendoman.com, braxcomics.com. As always, check out all the other Smodcast Network podcasts and Fred Entertainment podcasts. Folks, if you're in the sunny Los Angeles area, please come on by the Smodcast. We yeah. got lots of fun shit coming lots up. Lots of cool shit. Uh, here on this show, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, man. We're taking a break for a week live for Thanksgiving because you've got like a family or something. Yeah, crazy, you know. Family. I was like, I'm committed to the podcast. And you're like, I got my family. Family. I'm like, well, fuck you. But um, I like my family, so I mean, I like them too. I don't really know them, but I like them anyway. In a, weir- like in a weird way, you don't want to know about. Uh, they like you. So, so we got a lot of really cool guests coming up. A lot of exciting stuff. A lot of giveaways. If you're in the area, keep keep supporting Bag and Ordered, folks. We appreciate it. And again, let's let's vote on a, on a Top Cow book, folks. Five books enter, only one book leaves. It's up to you to decide. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here tonight. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Thanks for coming, guys. Bagged and Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com. Scott, I'm here to talk about the Smodcast Podcast Network. There's so many to choose from. What? <laughs> People love the so many to choose from. What is that? Who is that guy? That's the fan in me. Right. Who's so excited right. about all the choices I have. Scott Slosier. Because yeah, he yeah. sounds kind of slow. 
<laughs> There's so many to choose from. He's he's probably he might be a little dense. Yeah. <laughs> He's excited. <laughs> he doesn't a hell of a lot to say, but yeah, what he yeah. says is important. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's me and that. And so it's me and that guy. It's me and Scott's Lozier. Okay. Doing <laughs> doing Smodcast. Ready? Okay. Um, welcome to Smodcast. I'm Kevin Smith. There's so many to choose from. Uh, yeah, how are you, Scott Lozier? There's so many to choose from. Uh, how do you decide which dick you want to put in your mouth? There's so many to do. <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> and I prove I'm intellectually superior to Scott's Lozier once again. Um, that's the kind of shit you can enjoy on this Modcast Podcast exactly. Network. People trapping the dim-witted. <laughs> <laughs> Me reduced down to a, a soft brain <laughs> person who can only say one thing. Um, the Smodcast Podcast Network. Go check out all the shows, man. Smodcast. Tell them Steve, Dave. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Puck nuts, blowhard, highlands, a peephole's history, and Hollywood Babylon. Man, there's just a plethora, as they say, a bunch of shows. How else, how else could one describe it, Scott? There's so many to choose from. <laughs>